Listen to your heart and medical professionals. Yes, that too. Listen, that's great. We should get that on a shirt. <laughs> Welcome back to Go With That Rose, recapping the finale of Bachelor Listen to Your Heart, something like that. Um, I am your host, Sarah, and with me is my co-host for this whole journey, Kristen. Hello, and what a journey it has been. What a journey. Thank you so much for coming with me on this journey. I'm just going to say it right off the top if I uh, happen to forget by the end of this episode. <laughs> of course. Um, it has been a journey we hit the last episode it was only six episodes but i think it felt longer than six episodes i yeah it did i mean i'm i'm grateful it was enough content for me i appreciated just a, a monday episode every week as opposed to things being so drawn out or chris harris harping on one potential spicy detail for eight weeks 12 weeks whatever it is this was this was a good length for me I have like massive ADHD so I could handle this yeah I agree I think I think this was the perfect amount I think that's one of if the only thing they really nailed was it was just the right amount of episodes it was only one episode a week like you said it wasn't like Bachelor in Paradise where we get two and by the end it kind of feels drawn out like I feel like it's just the amount perfect amount of time um yeah (laughs) and you know it really it really did take them six weeks to figure out what the show was about I can't imagine if this had to be drawn out any longer do you do you think they figured out (laughs) what the show was about by this episode (laughs) I think they got as close as they were going to that's very true um I guess this show is still more about the love aspect than the music aspect. I think that's where it was leaning a little bit more towards. It does seem that way. And I think this episode really cinched that. I mean, if we wanted to jump into it, I mean, we start out the episode with Chris Harrison telling everyone that if you are not ready to really commit to this person, whether that means after the show or just in the immediate fantasy suite, you know, get off the stage. Yeah. Which hit Matt very hard. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, you could see the sweat dripping off his face the minute Chris Harrison said that. Well, he like whispered. He was like, "We need to talk." Which was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Here in a group setting, I was like, "Oh no!" She instantly was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh no! No! no. Um, I thought that was funny when he said fantasy sweets, and Jamie was like, <gasps> "Like she just gasped." She's clearly the only one that actually watches Bachelor shows. The rest of them. Yeah, because they all, like, looked at her, and he was like, if you were a Bachelor fan, like, Jamie. I was like, ooh. Yikes. I mean, that whole situation with Matt and Rudy and Chris's announcement was, it was deeply uncomfortable. And, you know, I'm curious your thoughts on how it was handled between the two of them. Because it just, I don't think it needed to go that direction. I feel, in my opinion, that Matt kind of overreacted in the immediate, whether out of fear or whether he was harboring, you know, less strong feelings for her than he seemed to be letting on last week. 
Mm. But it just, it didn't need to go down that road. I think they could have stuck it out a little bit longer. I mean, they've always advertised the fantasy suites as, you know, a way to take your relationship to the next level, whether that just means time outside of the cameras to talk or sex. We've Mm -hmm. certainly seen both in recent seasons. You know, I think they should have taken that time. I I agree. I think I think he overreacted. I think he really him out of um everyone else probably hurt him the most that he had no idea what this show like franchise is that like that's part of the show just being over the top and saying you're going to like sign your life away to this person but barely like people barely really believe that. Um, I think Matt full heartedly was like, oh, they're going to think we're going to, we're going to have to get proposed to by the end of this. Like, I think he just thought, I don't know, um, maybe he took Chris super seriously. And I, I think Matt and Rudy fall subject to just comparing their relationship to the other two relationships. Um, and that, like, the reason, he kept breaking up with Rudy, and he just kept saying, like, we're not there, we're not where Chris and Brie are, we're not where the other couples are. And that kind of was taking me off, where it's like, that's not the point of this show, though. Like, that's okay. Like, it is to fall in love, but it doesn't have to be, like, not all love is that fairy tale, we saw each other, and it was the first moment. Like, love isn't always easy like that. And they had a different kind of relationship, which I think... That was fine, too. I agree with you. I had very positive feelings towards their relationship after last week's episode. Like, I think that Matt has every right to have some reservations or not be ready to say I love you or marry me after five weeks or less of knowing a person. Like, he's a reasonable human. I think he genuinely cares for her and she cares for him. So it just felt like such a waste to throw that all away because he was afraid of what the fantasy suite might imply. And he certainly should have no concern about that implying sex. I mean, they did pull their tour bus over to the roadside motel to do God knows what last time. Yeah. Like they had their own, they already had like a fantasy suite that they apparently initiated themselves. Like, I think it came out in their interview that like, they just asked for it and they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why he got all freaked out because it's not like they haven't already spent time alone without the cameras anyway. Yeah, it was like a sad situation all around. I mean, I would have loved to see Rudy sing Whitney Houston. Like that was (laughs) devastating loss for us as viewers. Oh my God. I love that song and I, I was so excited to hear her sing it and just kill it. I'm so upset. Um, maybe someday. And Matt even said as much where, like, at the end when they were in their separate limos or whatever, and he was like, I just feel bad that I'm taking away her chance for more people to hear her. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) You feel bad. You should. Yeah, that that was disappointing, because, I mean, I've said from the beginning, I love watching them perform. I think, honestly, if they had stuck it out, they very well could have won it. Oh, hands down i think they would have won um they're just so good together it's ridiculous yeah it's such good like stage presence they put on a show i mean they're both incredibly talented musically they would have crushed and that's it's just it's just a shame do you think they know that like do you think them looking back 
being like, oh, if we would have stuck this out, we we would have won. I think they probably figured it out after the fact. Yeah. Like. Mm. Yeah. Well, the we can kind of jump into our other two couples with this segue of um, when they came into the room to tell the other couples that they were leaving and Jamie screamed like bloody murder. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was working when I watched this episode and I like nearly dropped my laptop. I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Who died? She was like, nah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I get it, but come on. We have to remember she's a child. Yes. It's moments like that where I'm like, oh yeah, she's 21. And like nothing against it, but it's like, oh, she's she's young. Yes. And uh, no surprise, Jamie and Trevor did take up Chris on their option uh, to go to the fantasy suite, which yes. based on the the show, it seems like they just went down or to a floor in this hotel. They didn't really go anywhere. Huh. I didn't think of that. Yeah, they, it definitely, oh yeah, because Bruce and Cree, Bruce and Cree, oh my gosh, Chris and Bree, he's like, can I walk you back to your room? So <laughs> I guess they didn't actually leave. Um, and we, we don't know what happened in their fantasy suite, so we can assume uh, they probably had some fun. They seem to have a really cute morning the next day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, they did it. <laughs> You're probably right. I hope it was yeah. great. I hope they had a great time. Yes. Yeah, they're, um, they're morning. I love that it was cutting back and forth between, like, Chris and Bree and their fake, not fake, but clearly edited to make us uh, worried because there really was no drama. Drama. And then, like, how easy Trevor and Jamie were having it. <laughs> I think easy is a really good adjective. Like they did seem to just have a fun, chill evening together. They just seemed to generally enjoy each other's company. It was no drama after their fantasy suites. I, for the first time was actually rooting for Trevor and Jamie a little bit because I thought they were just cute. They just seemed to have like a really cute chemistry together. And he, he was very like nurturing to her. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's still something off to me about it. But this episode did sell me on the Chris and Brie relationship, though. Um, the complete let's, opposite. Let's jump into them. What did What did you think about that situation? Um, I mean, I was a little surprised, but I respect her. Again, I don't think fancy suites necessarily mean intimacy that way like I think that's a stigma that like has gone on to it but I don't think like I don't know I still think they should have like used that time to just get to know each other but maybe like she thought there would have been temptation and she didn't even want to like be tempted that way so in that respect like I respect I mean I respect either decision they made I mean yeah I I think they should have taken up the fantasy suite especially you know, if the concern after the fact was that they didn't have time to connect or didn't feel like they had had that opportunity to grow, okay, well, you were given the chance and you said no. Um, you know, I, I learned after the fact. So Bree is actually Mormon. Yeah, I heard that. Could possibly explain a little bit of why she was not comfortable being alone in a hotel room with a yeah. partner. I, you know, I respect everyone's opinion on that, but I still stand by, like, you don't have to do anything. I mean, it's a hotel room, not a sex dungeon. You can do what I do when I get a free hotel room, which is watch the cable and order room service. Like, 
You don't have to do anything. But Yeah, you can you can sleep on the floor if you don't want to share the bed. Like it's fine. Get a cot. And that I mean, it was clearly, you know, production playing up everything after the fact, like you said. Like whether or oh, not yeah. they were really having that panicky, did we do the right thing? Are we actually at the same level conversation? We'll never really know. But they certainly wanted us to think that the absence of the fantasy suite changed their relationship substantially. Yeah. Um, I mean, not this episode was the normal length, but I feel like not a lot really happened. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I a lot did, but I feel like a lot of it was just like nothing too crazy. I don't know. I mean, I think you're just very used to the normal Bachelor timetable where a fantasy suites and finale would have been a three-week-long, 18-hour affair. <laughs> True. Yeah, there's no uh, after the rose or anything. I thought, like, oh, maybe we get the performances and then they, like, filmed a reunion thing that they're going to tag at the end of this. But they didn't do that at all. Well, I think usually the reunions are filmed live, which right now... Oh, really True. I wonder if they were planning. They they had to have they had to have been planning a reunion, but then all this stuff happened. So maybe we'll get a Zoom reunion. Yeah, they're doing all the contestants are doing like interviews and stuff through Zoom, so you never know. <laughs> so before uh, it seems like before even the first commercial break of the episode, we jumped into the performances um, in a pretty legitimate music venue in Nashville. Which, as an aside, Nashville is, like, number one on my bucket list. So I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't get to see more of, like, the mm-hmm. city. I wanted them mm-hmm. to go on dates and actually explore it. But I will settle mm-hmm. for I don't know. Was that the Grand Old Opry or potentially something else? I don't I don't know. I think so. it was beautiful. I mean, I would take that opportunity to perform there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Come on, Matt and Rudy. They should have just <laughs> stuck it out. <laughs> Um, and we did have some pretty exciting guest judges this time. Uh, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartik, who are honestly one of my favorite Bachelor Nation couples. I love Jason. Yeah, they're really cute. <laughs> I did not watch Caitlin's season, but she seems lovely. Yeah, I didn't watch her season either. Um, but I did watch had- him on Becca's season. So. Yeah, and he seems like such a nice guy. Uh, yeah. And then we had Tay Diggs, um, obviously of... Broadway and TV film fame. Yes. Um, Jewel, who was uh, yeah. one of my favorite singers as a kid. Yeah, huge. That's a huge, huge name. Like, that's a huge Absolutely. judge. And uh, rounding it out, Miss Rita Wilson, also a huge name. Also, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh my god. Corona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, I I guess I'm, I don't know, I maybe I'm young or just uncultured that I did not realize that, like, she's that Rita Wilson. I was like, oh, it's Tom Hanks' wife. And I'm like, wow, I'm so uncultured. <laughs> like, I'm terrible. Oh, no, she's very famous in her own right. Like, oh, her, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, even more, even more now in my mind they are the perfect power couple. So we had two, I would, in my opinion, very different performances. Yes. The first being Jamie and Trevor. What'd you think? 
Um, did you think it was weird that they both, like, they just played the songs back-to-back? Like, is that what you're expecting? I was expecting, like, they would perform, then Chris and Brie would perform, then they would perform again. Yeah, something like that. Because it did seem a little bit weird for them to, you know, put on their show, leave the stage, come back again. Yeah. Whether they were alternating couples or whether they were going to get some critique, ideally, between the songs. That would have been my preference. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know why in my head I just thought like, oh, they're just going to flip-flop. And I was like, oh, they're going right into the second song. <laughs> that makes sense. Because it also doesn't really give you much of a chance to recover. Yeah, that's true. bring your all for the next one. Yeah, yeah, they just had to jump right into it. Um, I think that this was their best to perform. Well, mm, I want to say that. I think the first song was their best performance. Um, they sang Unchained Melody. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the song. I just always forget what it's called. Um, which I thought she sounded really good. Um, and I thought they were really, I thought they were so cute. Like, I thought they were really cute. I really bought it. I was like, I'm, they're so into each other. Like, they're just, they have a very different, they show their love different than Chris and Brie do. And she's, I mean, I guess it comes into her age where she's more like energetic and bubbly and like grabbing his face, which I hate and just like (laughs) all over and happy and stuff. And, um, yeah, I really liked that performance and I did not like the second song that much. I was a little bored. What did you think? I was not big on either of them. Okay. Um, I mean, Speechless is one of my favorite songs and it was I thought completely just decimated. Uh, okay, you know, yeah, I I was not a fan. She he she sang the entire song, he just, like, sang in with the backup singers. I was like, what are you doing? Which, this may have been the first time I paid close attention to his singing, but that's probably for the better, because he's not very good. No, no, he's not. And she's pretty, she has a really good voice, I think. I think She was pretty good during Unchained Melody, but so pitchy during she was very pitchy on speechless you know i think you know i stand by what i said they they're cute together they seem to have a lot of fun with the performance i will give them that talent wise it wasn't there for me Mm -mm. and you know they certainly had chemistry like i'll give them credit for that as well but if you're going to compare them to a chris and brie or to a matt and rudy it just wasn't there it was like a karaoke Mm. performance yeah Exactly. That that's that's what it was. It was essentially the second song, because I, I thought the first one I was like, okay, this I'm into it. It's cute. Um, I, I don't know. I just really liked it. Yeah. And the second one, I was like, this is it. Exactly. Karaoke. I was like, this is just not. She's singing most of it. They're just not connected. Like they're not performing together. And yeah, it was just something off but the judges like gave them pretty good remarks kind of it was kind of like backhanded like they weren't going i don't think they as much said like this was great and this was wonderful it was like you guys are so cute together (laughs) yeah i felt like they did sort of avoid having to give them any comments on the musical aspect of the performance. It was very focused on just their chemistry, which obviously Caitlin was a big fan of. She essentially applied that if they hadn't fucked already, they were about to. 
Oh my god. She's like, right off the bat, she's like, they do fantasy suites. <laughs> Which I'm sure, you know, Jamie was all about. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that she was like, my dad watches this show. And she's like, my dad watched my season. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But yeah, I mean, look. It was it was fun to watch musically. It wasn't there, and I think yeah. that really hurt them. I mean, we hadn't even seen Bree and Chris perform at that, this point, but I was pretty well convinced that this was the end of the road for Jamie and Trevor. Oh yeah. Well, then we have. Well, they kept coming back to Bree and Chris and her being like nervous and all this stuff, and um, I. I mean, we saw them rehearse, and I wasn't ever like, "Oh no, what's going to happen?" Uh, during the rehearsal, like they were trying to get us to believe, because I was like, "Oh, it's not- rehearsals are hard. Like they're just you're trying to figure stuff out. You're kind of shaky. It's not going to be perfect. I mean, that's what the rehearsal is." Um, but I, I thought they, I don't, I don't really, I don't know the second song, but I really enjoyed their performances, um, and I. This week, these two performances, especially Make You Feel My Love, which is one of my favorite, favorite songs. Um, I don't know. what I saw it. I saw their connection. Like, they were, they always, like, stare at each other. But I, like, saw the love in their eyes. I was getting emotional. It was, I thought it was beautiful. I mean, I love, I love them. So I expected something great. You know, I did feel like their performance was maybe overly produced to make us as the audience feel something Hmm. and potentially, you know, segue to how it all ended. Um, Spoiler alert. But, you know, even the second song with the audience, like giving them a, you know, standing ovation, clapping along, that felt like something that was produced Mm, as much as, as much as it did like hit me in the feels like I enjoyed watching it but it didn't feel organic to me yeah there that was the only time that we've seen them like pull away from each other and actually go over that had to have been like stage directions from someone like you guys look at each other too much like break out break away from each other <laughs> like and well, engage with the audience if you know, if we were actually going to see any of these couples on a tour after the show, I would be bored out of my mind just watching Brie and Chris stand there staring at each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like that but the only song that worked for me was Make You Feel My Love. I think that was the only time that I was like, okay, like I get it. Because I think it fits that song. Because, I mean, you're telling that person that you love them and you're going to be there for them and through all this stuff. And I think that fits. But they do that for every love song <laughs> yes i think Regardless. I, mean, I, wish, I wish they had been given a more upbeat song to challenge them a little bit more <sighs> you me both. My love. it's not an easy song to sing but if you're a talented singer it's pretty easy to just you know do yeah. it as it was written and get it out um, yeah i'm glad they did as opposed to like trying to spin it too much that doesn't always go well <laughs> but yeah you know i yeah i, I agree that, that- it's a it's a fun song to sing. I mean, it's it's easy. You can spice you can spice it up a little bit, um, but even if you don't want to do like riffs or whatever, like you can just sing it pretty easy, and it still sounds good. Well, we uh, 
we had our two performances and then in what felt much more like a game show than a bachelor <laughs> season the judges left to deliberate which is the first time we saw that happen which was weird <laughs> It was a little bit strange, and I do wonder how much say the judges actually got, whether they were voting or anything, Uh, you know, because Chris Harrison was busy out on stage just lotting on all the contestants, so we don't even know if we heard the critiques. Yeah, that was, and then I thought, like, the judges were going to announce the person, or the judges would have the roses. It was a little weird. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it it didn't feel it didn't feel like a bachelor show. It kind of it it did just feel like the American Idol finale. It it did. Like it was that's I didn't think about that. It was it was weird. <laughs> like they just you watch them get up and leave, but then we don't see them come back and we don't really hear them and like they should have had Rita or Jewel or someone just be like, We thought it over, you guys were great, like more interaction that way. It was just kind of like Oh, Chris just said the name. And it's like, what was the point of the judges then if you're not going to include them more? Yeah. And then we see Trevor and Jamie, you know, celebrating and like leave the stage cheering <laughs> and smiling, which didn't make any sense either. You I was very laugh. confused. <laughs> I was okay, like, why are they so happy? <laughs> no, I want some like the real Bachelor like exit interviews. Like, show me someone crying in a suburban. Yeah. She was like, yeah! They were, like, screaming like they just won. I was like, did I miss something? Like, did they call out the wrong name? Like, I'm so confused. Super weird. And then we see Chris and Brie leave the stage just as quickly. To their Which was weird! Back. I was like, where are they going? <laughs> yeah, go to your fantasy suite now. Go celebrate. <laughs> Stay on the stage. Like, close it out like American Idol. Like, I'm on the stage. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> like... Oh, that would have been great, too. It was it was so, like, all right, and bye. Like, it was so quick. They just, like, walked off together, and all these people were giving them high fives, and I'm like, what's happening? And then they were running out to the tour bus. I'm like, what is happening? Why are they going to this tour bus? Like, this is not established. Like, I'm so confused. Yeah, I'm glad that the final roses were waiting for them on the tour bus. I would have been really disappointed if they had just neglected that complete trope of the show. Mm. It did feel like it closed it out for me. That's true. It was still weird. (laughs) I mean, Chris Harrison said probably at least half a dozen times, the first season and the first winner of this show. I was like, first and last winners. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So... After all that, do you think we'll get another season? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, that kind of makes me sad. Because I wish, I would like to see what changes, if they would make changes, but what changes they could do to improve the show. Because I feel like it could be really good if they had a singular focus instead of like, oh, it's like a star is born, which makes no sense it's american idol but with bachelor people yeah no i i think this is the end of the road for listen to your heart i'm trying to think of what other side talents they could incorporate in another mini series do we have like an athlete version like version of this do we have ooh the theater people um, well is that is the athlete version kind of like what they were trying to do with like winter games even though they weren't the athletes 
in theory, but I don't think they were meant to be that athletically talented. Ooh, yeah. give me a cooking version with Gordon Ramsay as like a guest host with Chris Harrison. That would be incredible. Okay, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> ABC can tab the idea. I just need a little bit of credit. <laughs> Maybe like a home improvement show version or something. Like flip or flop. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be great too. Yeah. Interior design. I don't know. Like Property Brothers. Oh, that'd be great. They're all going to design a house together. Hmm. Hmm. So many ideas. For the next quarantine, we've got content. <laughs> we got, we got ideas. Um, yeah. So I guess, well, Bree and Chris, their album actually did drop like two days ago, which is kind of surprising because I was like, that was quick. They're capitalizing on, um, the show quickly, quicker than I thought they would. Oh, I saw that they had made the album. I didn't realize that it actually dropped. Have you listened yeah, to that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did drop it on Apple Music or wherever you can get things. I'm a Spotify girl. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> through and through. I think it's like five original and some covers, I believe. Okay. But- I listened to an interview with them, so that's that's the only reason why I know. I've not looked into it, but I will look into it. Um, I they really sold me on this interview too. It was with um After Buzz, and they were just really cute together. And I was like, okay, I believe it. <laughs> like, I believe this is real. I mean, ABC did update us that they are still madly in love, which which makes me happy. Yes. You know, they I did think- not update us on any other couples though. <laughs> No, no, they did not. And many of them have actually been quite mum about their own relationships on social media. I did a little bit of digging, but I really wasn't finding anything. Yeah, me too. I was like, hmm, very interesting. So I guess to close out, do you think, based on what we think this show was, (laughs) do you think that Bree and Chris were the right people to win the first season of Listen to Your Heart? Based on what I know the show wanted to happen, <laughs> yes, they were they were the winners from, you know, the first Day week. <laughs> like it was I think it was pretty obvious and ex- you know, expected. So it happened. It was fun to watch. I'm actually I'm more curious what kind of longevity they're gonna have after the show. You know, yeah. I said before, I think that he is more talented than she is. At least has a more unique sound than she offers. I I agree. Perhaps we'll get a Chris and Brie reality show that, you know, explores their competition trying to become singers. I would go for that. Hmm. That'd be interesting. (laughs) But I think ABC did what they wanted to. It was a fun experiment. It was great viewing when there is nothing else to do or nowhere else to go. I think they probably would have struggled a little bit more under normal times. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they did slightly benefit, but obviously did not benefit enough from people being stuck in their homes. And I guess that's really bad if people can't go anywhere and they're still not watching your TV show. I mean, you were a bigger fan of the show than I was, admittedly. Did it reach all your expectations? Do you feel like they did what they came out to do? Um, I think it was better than what I expected it was going to be and maybe that's why I enjoyed it because I just had no expectations um I'm still confused about this really what this show was I feel like 
it changed what the show was week by week. I honestly didn't even remember the whole Julia and Brandon stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, that was this show. <laughs> so maybe I wasn't that big of a fan. I don't know. Um, but I think I don't think I'll remember this. Like I don't really remember watching Winter Games or like something like that when I look back on my Bachelor viewing <laughs> memories. Yeah, and that's, these these characters, if you want to call them that, didn't make a massive impact either. So if they yeah. do appear in Bachelor in Paradise one day, I can't say that I'll remember strongly about them one way or another. Maybe Jamie. I think Jamie would be fun to see in Paradise. There's a few. I would like to see Matt and Rudy in Paradise, I think, and Jamie. Um, and I think that's it. And Savannah, because I really liked her. Bring them all. Let's just start over, but they're in paradise. <laughs> it is not about the singing. There you go. They create an island band by the end of the season. Yeah, that'd be, oh my god. <laughs> Never mind, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> well, we did it. We reached the end of the six weeks. Um, I said it at the top of the show, but I'll say it again. Thank you so much for coming along this journey with me. I've had a great time. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a nice reply from my boyfriend to have to hear all of my thoughts on these episodes. (laughs) Of course, of course. Uh, We'd love to have you back anytime if we ever get another Bachelor, Bachelorette season. Um, They are doing this series. uh, I forget what it's called, but where they're like reviewing one season for three hours every Monday. Um which I'm actually kind of excited about, and we might be recapping. Uh, so we might have to hit you up for that if you'd be interested to come on sometime. Oh, maybe. This will be my chance to catch up on the first 20 seasons that I didn't watch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what me and Jay said. I was like, he was like, I'm going to watch it so I understand all the references. I was like, okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I missed a lot of Bachelor seasons. Time to catch up on them. Uh, but in the meantime, Kristen, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. It's Kristen Rose. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-R-O-S-E-A-A-A-Y. And you can find me on Twitter at S-C-B-O-C-K. That's S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. You can find this show and other shows that we do here on the Merc with a Movie Blog feed on Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Play, anchor everywhere there's podcasts i'm sure it's out there um and on youtube as well uh that is the end of the bachelor presents i hate this title (laughs) the bachelor presents listen to your heart it's so weird um we'll be back when there's more bachelor things to cover until then um stay safe and yeah that's all i gotta say bye listen to your heart and medical professionals yes that too listen (laughs) That's great. We should get that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs>